Sugar man, won't you hurry? Cause I'm tired of these scenes. For a blue coin, won't you bring back all those colors to my dreams? Silver magic ships you carry. Jumpers, Coke, and Sweet Mary Jane. Sugar Man. Welcome to another episode of Shit Happens Then Life. My name is Justin Hungle, and I will be navigating you through the fecal matter once again this week. That was Sugar Man by Sixto Rodriguez, and I'm sure he can tell us very well that Shit Happens Then Life. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you read the title right. Today, we will be discussing Dacha, as it's known to our parents, otherwise known as Mapangwe or Ntsango, depending on where you come from. But for most of us, it is known as weed, pot, grass, 420, ganja, dope, herb, joint, blunt, cannabis, reefer, Mary Jane, buds, Stinkweed, Nuggets, Chronic, Skunk, Blaze, Maui Waui, if you please, or that good shit. Regardless of our prejudices or our ignorance, we will be exploring the economical, social, and medical aspects of this uh, let's call it versatile plant. And this came to my attention uh, through, from an article that I read that came from uh, the business report on the 23rd of April at 12.30, and this article was written by Mal Freikberg. And when I read this, I, honest, I was gobsmacked because when I read that Uganda had secured a contract to export medical marijuana products to Canada and Germany worth more than two billion Namibian dollars or rands, if you will. I was I was I was confused. Because immediately I started thinking about Irindi being sold here in Namibia. Those of you that don't know, Irindi is a is a lodge here with wildlife that is very well maintained uh, by the former owners and does much better than the than the than the state-owned uh, park that used to be the pinnacle or the jewel of the nation, um, Etosha. Now, Irindi has been sold to, I believe, a Mexican chap for about two billion, and two billion seems to be the number. It's like signs or something, because we spoke about two billion uh, for for those other things in the first episode, and now here two billion comes up again with Irindi, and then two billion again in this article. For some reason, two billion is around. It's in the air. It's calling me. Um, and obviously, a lot of people are upset because you know now we have sold to. I mean, South Africans who are former owners, at least they are our neighbors. You know, it's kind of like ah oh, Ubuntu, yeah, or me, brother, neighbor. How's it? But now it's like, oh, okay, okay, we sold it to a Mexican chap. Look, I don't know him from a bar of soap. I, I don't know his business practices or his ethics or anything like that. All I'm saying is that 
We should have had first right to refusal, which I think even football clubs fucking have first right to refusal over soccer players. So you can't tell me that we can't have first right to refusal for something that's in our country. Like, are we, we're not going to go to war with Mexico, guys. Like, Mexico is too far. So for us not being able to afford something that's in our own land when we have spent lavishly on other things doesn't make sense to me. And this two billion that we needed could have easily come from here or could have at least put half of, you know, of this. But this was a sustainable project. This is something that's not once off. So we could easily, I mean, I'm not saying that we should keep it here because I know what our laws are here. And I'm not saying for, for a minute that we should look at keeping this marijuana here even. Not, not yet, because I know people are going to get, uh, people like now, even people are itching. As I'm saying this, I can feel the, the, the anus, the sphincter is it's moving, like people are getting angry in their seats. What I'm saying is that taking an opportunity like this, instead of building a tobacco plantation in the, um, in the Caprivi, we could partner with leading medical ex experts like Germany and Canada, not only to research, but also to grow this versatile plant that can that has many industrial uses for making things like bricks and rope and fishing nets even that we need industrial rope that you need for ships and shit like i'm talking like titanic motherfuckers and shit besides all of that the medical aspect as well and being someone that not only controls a large portion of this commodity because it's a currency we allow Bitcoin, we accept it. We accept it wholeheartedly. We were told that this fucking thing that we can't see is there and it is worth X and we believe it. Yet, we do not believe in the, the, the promise of a financial emancipation that this plant has. Yet we are Africans. We are supposed to be the ones that are sent to the earth. We are supposed to be the people of the earth. Mother Africa. What happened to that? Eh? I haven't heard someone say Mother Africa for a long time now. Hmm? So the economical value of this plant is boundless. It is literally, I mean, it's, it's infinite, sorry. And... Socially, yes, I understand. There's a stigma attached to it. And that's why I'm saying, look, we don't even need to keep it here for social use. We can simply research it here, grow it here, refine it here. Let me repeat that. In case the people that are listening that actually have control over this, refine it here and export the final fucking product. I'm I'm sorry if look I'm I, I, I'm not angry at the person that does this. If I might think that you're a fuckhead and call you a fuckhead, I don't mean to. I am upset with myself. I'm upset with all of us for simply being flaccid when it comes to forward thinking. And I don't mean anything personally. Anything that I might say, I don't mean it personally. 
but also I don't really care because you should not, like, I just think that whoever it is, there's somebody that knows that they're supposed to be the captain of this motherfucking thing. I don't understand. Somebody knows that, oh, I actually have the common sense and the influence to be able to push this through or to enlighten the the fucking the, the the preconceptions that my peers could have but whoever that person is is either not doing their job or doesn't have the job maybe there's nobody that has, or doesn't have the common sense look i'm i'm sorry again i don't look it's not personal when i if i can sidebar for a bit when i started this podcast thing i did not mean to I mean I came I came here with with a script and with a plan of how I was going to go about things and what I was going to talk about and the way that I I mean you can even hear from my voice uh I don't record this thing and then edit certain bits where I see fit and put and compile that together this is a stream of consciousness regardless of how long the segment is 20 minutes i don't know i don't time myself i i just go and i do take after take after take after take and in the beginning you know you're like oh no fuck you can't say that and then i don't want to edit it out and if i can't say that then pretty much everything that comes after that also doesn't colorate it doesn't make sense then it's, it's like trying to fucking put together a jigsaw you, and i'm not here to put jigsaw pieces together i'm just here to, to speak my thoughts man and to dread through the shit that we don't want i mean this is that's what like the, the, the description of the fucking podcast i'm sure all of you can read but the description of the podcast is that we are the smell that everybody ignores this is this is where you come to. I mean, it's in the fucking description. If you are ignoring something, it's if you come to this podcast and you it, you might as well have taken your shoe that you stepped in dog doo doo with and put it up to your nose. That's what you're doing. You're acknowledging that there's something here that we are not talking about, and maybe this is where we come to talk about these things, or at least I come to talk about these things. I don't give, I don't really know if anyone's listening, but I don't mean to offend anyone. It's not personal. I couldn't give two fucks about how you feel. I don't owe you an apology. Because do you really want an apology that is not sincere? So I'm sorry. I just had to I just had to say that like I'm uh, this is this is one flow it's a stream of consciousness. Um I'm, I'm I'm like fucking 10 minutes and I'm not going to go back and edit this shit out. I'm not sorry and I don't mean it personally. Maybe you're doing this out of a place of ignorance. If it's coming from a place of ignorance, then allow me to to list uh, some of the some of the some of the medical uh, uses and benefits that we have from marijuana or cannabis. And we, the one thing that we need to remember is that the growth or the speed at which the research in cannabis has developed over the last 50, 60 years has been stunted in proportion to everything else. 
because of the legislations and the laws that were put in place in the 1940s and again in the 1970s. So when those laws and those legislations were put into place, it made it very difficult for us globally. It was like fucking trying to, you know, when they were cloning sheep and shit, it was like, was it Dolly the sheep or something? It was like that. It was taboo. It's like, mm, you should not kind of be playing with that God complex. Is it ethical? No, for these guys, it wasn't about ethics. It was about legality. So that's why our research is where it is now. And where it is now is a lot further. Even though it's been stunted, it's a lot further and a lot more promising than most of the other fucking things that we've been trying. So with that said, I'm going from, I'm, I'm taking some of my information from, uh, from a website called I Love Growing Marijuana. Now, I personally do not love growing marijuana. I personally am a law-abiding citizen. I live in a, in a country where this thing is not legal. Um, I, I, I have studied overseas and I have seen the residents of California um, induce the shandy edibly and I have witnessed with my eyes. And I've also spoken to people that have come from Germany into Namibia, as you know, it's Germany and Namibia. And sometimes they come through Amsterdam also, they fly through and then they tell me these things. But one thing that I do know and that you'll find in most places, if you do your research, your R&D, is that people that are taking chemotherapy, for instance, have nausea and also they don't have a, a an appetite. I've seen this personally um, in my own life. Don't need to go into any details. But I've seen the effects of chemotherapy. And this helps. CBD oil, for instance, helps. Yet there are also other chemotherapies or something to replace the chemotherapy that they have been developing that doesn't have those addictive op opioids. It's not as addictive and it is far less harmful than the chemotherapy. The CBD oil also helps um, for, for people and children that have seizures. Uh, seizures. And once again, without further study, we cannot conclusively say that it does or it doesn't. But allowing the case studies to be done and taking ownership and letting those case studies be done in our own country where we've got nothing, we've got fuck all to show for the world, I'm sorry to say it. But the only fucking thing we have left in this fucking country to show any fucking thing for is a smile. We don't even have a rindy anymore. Our beer is fucking, I think the head office is fucking run out of Johannesburg or whatever, or wherever the fuck it is. They're the ones that got DDA Drugwood to fucking do the commercial, not us. A place where we've... God, I think maybe our meat is the only thing. Our meat and the landscape. 
boasts God's work. We have done fuck all. We've got nothing left. So at crunch time now, while we have the chance, let's go out there. Let's go and say, actually, you know what, guys? Do you guys really want to be cultivating homophobic marijuana from Uganda? Yeah, I said it. And you can tell them I fucking said it. If, let me put out a survey. Actually, I'm going to do that on Facebook. Hmm? Let me put out a, a survey, that, and we can ask the Canadians if they would like homophobic marijuana or they would like marijuana from Namibia that is nothing but peace and a smile. And maybe if it's not too late, if it's not too late, maybe then we can talk about us buying Irindi back. Oh, at least half of it. And then the Mexican can get the other half, bruh. Mm? But no must, gents. No must. No must. No way that we can just keep idly sitting on the fucking, on the sidelines. How can these guys do business with, or, 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 do, do, do business with Uganda? After everything, this is how much they want it, guys. This is how much Canada and Germany what? You think a billion fucking rand for them is anything? It's like, what, 100 million euros? Not even 100 million euros. It's like 80 million euros or some shit like that. Fuck, man. Come on, people. This is peanuts for them. With 2 billion rands or 2 billion Namibian dollars, you could give about every certain a grand. We only 2.5 million guys. That's all. That's all. We can't go to war with anyone. We might as well fucking get the cure for cancer or some shit. And we hoard that motherfucking shit. We hoard it. And we push up the price. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, we might as well be the ones to be remembered for the rest of our lives. Yes, Namibia, that's where we, you know. It's within the realm of possibility. Or at least let's be the ones to open the fucking breadbasket of Africa and allow the research and study of this versatile plant. We don't need to... You can tax it socially as well. You can tax it. If people want to smoke it for religious reasons or spiritual reasons, they can go to whoever their archbishop is or their deacon or their religious, whoever it is, that authoritative figure, whoever it is religiously, and get a license from that person from or that parish or whatever it's called. And then spiritually, you can, or culturally, if you are, if you are Rastafari or whatever, then you can go about your business as well. But that can also be taxed. But I don't understand why we want to start tobacco plantations when we could be doing this. If you can show me a working out with the ones and the zeros and the carrying over, you remember how you used to do those and you carry over the shandy and then you put, yeah. If you can show me the workings out of how you got to a, a, a tobacco plantation being more feasible or more profitable than this right here, nigga. I'll wait, actually, I'll wait. If someone can explain to me, and you can email me, justinhango at gmail.com, email me and tell me how it makes sense. 
We're complaining that our animals are hungry and everything like that when you can use this fucking thing, seeds, to make food for animals. We don't even make our own fucking best food. We import that shit. Well, here's something that we can use. Bird feed. Huh? Can also bake it and cook it. You can use it ourselves. But alas, I, I don't know. I think maybe the only, the only time that this will probably work is when whoever is in charge of fucking making this decision is also struck. God forbid, look, God forbid. But it's only when you fucking need it that you will allow, that you will allow it. And I hope that whoever you are for your sake at that point when you need it, regardless of everybody that has died before you, I hope that by the time you need it that legislation and laws can be changed time enough and research can have advanced fast enough for you to be able to use this medicinally if you might need it for whatever reason it may be but i hope it never comes to that i really hope it never comes to that regardless of everyone that died before you that might have needed this or the people in between this time maybe Let's just hope that the people after will be able to benefit from this, that it even gets to that point where people can start benefiting from this research instead of ignorantly dying the way it seems to have been for thousands of fucking years in Africa. So I, don't, I, I wish you no ill will. And... Maybe just, if you, if you don't know, maybe just step down. Or find somebody that does know something. But ignorance is not a, or lack of information is not, a, is not an excuse. And stereotypical prejudices are not, a, are not an excuse either. Because I remember a time when, uh, when, when people used to say that AIDS came from, from, from black people fucking monkeys. I remember a time when people used to say the homosexuals started AIDS. And then we all got some common sense and we fucking moved on. And we didn't speak about it any further. Nobody wants to admit that they thought that AIDS could be transmitted through saliva and shit. Hmm? Nobody wants to admit that. That's what we all, everybody that's alive now, yes, you fucking people listening to this. You guys, remember, you guys used to fucking think that because that's what was being put out. That ignorance was being fucking put out. Nobody remembers or speaks about in Corsi Johnson anymore. If you don't know, let your fingers do the walking on the keyboard. But that's why the podcast is here. Because shit happens and then life continues. I don't think that this podcast is going to do anything. Not at all. Pebble in the ocean. If I'm even so lucky to be a pebble. They used to say this thing at boarding school. Uh, when you're a new boy, when you're in grade eight, to let you, to really drive home amongst that fucking homesickness that you have, but also just to drive home how insignificant you are in the greater scheme of things. They used to say that you are lower than shark shit shadow. That is your worth. 
at the bottom of the ocean, you are lower than shark shit shadow. So, do I think that this will do anything? No. No, I don't. But maybe. One person will listen to this and also feel oh, a sigh of relief. I'm sorry, I was supposed to be a bit more cheerful and a bit more happy, but yeah, it's a, it's a bit tough. It's a bit tough to put them around ignorance. Especially when we're, we're selling ourselves so cheaply once again. Yeah, you can't redesign the wheel, eh? All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. For those of you that are still with me, this has been another episode of Shit Happens Then Life. My name has been Justin Hango, navigating us through the fecal matter. I hope you, and I wish you, I, w I hope you have a good week, and I wish you all the best on your endeavors this week, guys. Remember to watch your step. Peace.